there, healthish listeners. How are you going? I hope you're having a fabulous day. This is your daily podcast from Body and Soul, and I am the host, Felicity Harley. So our friends over at bodyandsoul.com.au keep telling us that every time they do a story on the Mediterranean diet, it goes, pardon the pun, bananas. So we felt it was time we covered it off for you too. Chrissy Freer is a nutritionist, author and recipe creator with over 20 years industry experience. She joins me from Byron Bay via Zoom to chat all things Mediterranean diet. Now, don't forget Chrissy is also up on Extra Healthy-ish where we talk about the health benefits of a red wine. Yes, it is part of the Med Diet. Just search for that app wherever you get your podcasts. Chrissy, lovely to have you on Healthish. How has your morning been? It's been good. It's been windy, but good. Good. Well, that's good. good. Throw some wind in there. Always makes it exciting. As, as is the rest of Australia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, we're talking Mediterranean diet. I'm actually really excited about this. I love talking about the Mediterranean diet. Just what is it exactly? Tell us in a nutshell. So the Mediterranean diet is a dietary pattern, and that's a really important Important distinction. And it's based on the traditional eating habits of countries that border the Mediterranean Sea. So countries like Italy, Greece, parts of Spain, um, even some Middle Eastern countries. And it outlines the types and quantities of foods. Um, so it doesn't just focus on single nutrients. And this is what one of the things that I love the most about the med diet. And together, those foods provide synergistic benefits. So rather than just focusing on single nutrients, it's about a whole food diet and that's yeah that's probably the most important thing to to know about it actually that's really interesting and we'll talk I want to talk about that more about you know the foods working together and perhaps I didn't appreciate that personally about the med diet why is it so so beneficial for our health I mean there are so many studies I feel like I read them almost weekly about the benefits to our health yeah look it's this this wonderful combination of factors, I guess, that the Mediterranean diet provides. And I think the word that comes up to me is protective. It's got so many protective properties. You know, it helps protect against heart disease. Um, It's protective against, you know, glycemic um, dysregulation, so type 2 diabetes. It's protective against certain cancers. Um, It's protective for our mental health, cognition, you know, protective against dementia. Um, And it's also protective against um, weight gain in our later years. So I think that's a really, you know, if there was, if I was to use one word to to describe its health benefits, it would be health, it would be protective, but they're, they're all encompassing. And I think this is, you know, the Mediterranean diet is the benefits are systemic. It affects the whole body and it's this combination of nutrients that it provides. So high dietary fiber content, high antioxidant content, um, high polyphenols, flavonoids, things like that. So it's this, um, you know, good fats, omega-3 fatty acids, our monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fatty acids. So it's this combination of nutrients that together provide so many benefits. How can we go about making our diet a little bit more Mediterranean? I mean, we always read this and, you know, personally I think, oh, I must, you know, eat a bit more like this, but sometimes that's quite hard to completely overhaul your diet to eat Mediterranean, especially in the middle of winter. What's some key foods that we can perhaps add into our diet today? Yeah, and I and I think that's a really important point that you've made is that to follow a traditional Mediterranean diet in Australia is actually quite difficult. Our 
you know, our dietary and food choices here are a little different. So it's about adopting the principles of the Mediterranean diet and then making it practical in an Australian context. So, yeah, um, so I think the first one is include fresh fruit and vegetables with every meal. Don't just limit them to dinner time, which is that, you know, I guess classic Western dietary pattern. You know, with the Mediterranean diet, it is about including fresh fruit and veg at every mealtime, breakfast, lunch and dinner, and, you know, even incorporating into snacks. Making extra virgin olive oil your predominant oil source or fat source. So, you know, using it in all of your cooking, drizzling over salads, and it is a um, myth that you can't cook with, that you can't heat extra virgin olive oil. So let's just clear that one up straight away. That's the one you can, that's right? Still- that's, that's almost the... The one and only healthy well, it, one. It, it's is it? always been. It's been for years that you know, especially um, uh, you know, the people say that you shouldn't cook with extra virgin olive oil. You shouldn't heat it, but that's simply not true. It can be heated. So you know, making that your predominant um, fat source in your diet, um, and incorporating more vegetarian meals, making sure you know, meat free Monday, that type of thing. Incorporating some veggie meals within your week. What, a, what would a typical daily meal plan look like, you know, if you did want to, I mean, should, should we be aiming for a day of Mediterranean or is it just about adding those foods in where we can? Look, so a Mediterranean day, if we were to, you know, you might start with, say, some porridge made from whole grain oats topped with fresh fruit. Um, for snacks, you might have, nut, you know, a serve of nuts, some some Greek yogurt again with some fruit. Um, lunch could be something like a you know a vegetable and cannellini bean soup that you'd serve with whole grain oh, bread. Sounds delicious today. <laughs> yeah, or it could be a salad with some canned fish and again served with some whole grain bread or you know some couscous or, a, or another whole grain added to the salad. Um, you know, it's not complex or difficult food, and we're not talking about fancy ingredients that you have to go to a specialty store to buy. You know, these are things that everybody has access to. Um, dinner could be something like, you know, some baked fish, baked in tomato and olives that you serve, served with some steamed beans or wilted greens, that type of thing. Obviously, drizzled with extra virgin olive oil. So that's another. Um, you know, extra virgin olive oil should be used in abundance. I think. We all have this phobia of, of adding too much fat to food, um, but, you know, it really is a key feature of the med diet that extra virgin olive oil is used quite liberally um, and, you know, anywhere up to sort of four tablespoons per day is oh, wow. completely, yeah, yeah is that okay? which a lot of people are really surprised about. Yeah, that kind of, I think, oh, hang on, where's the fat content coming in there? So we shouldn't be too concerned about that? You know, there's, you know, there's such a distinction between the type of fat. So obviously the med diet really focuses on those healthy mono and polyunsaturated fatty acids that have got cardio and metabolic protective properties, but it's then reducing the saturated fats by reducing the amount of, of red meat, especially, yeah, being predominantly a plant, plant-based plant dietary pattern. Do they have, is it, is it okay to have red meat as part of this or just, you know, here and there? Look, so... Typically, the recommendation is, you know, within a week, it would be no more than one to two serves. And that serving size is also small. So, remembering that we typically have a much larger serving size than what is recommended. So, you know, you're looking at 100 to 200 grams per week. Okay. And what about this green Mediterranean diet? I've seen this pop up in my travels on the internet. What's your take on this? Look, I think um, plant-based and I think, again, this is another important distinction to make. 
because the, the term plant-based gets thrown around so much at the moment. And I always use it in context of the med diet. It's predominantly plant-based, which it is. You know, it focuses heavily on plant-based foods, but it still incorporates oily fish, you know, some small amounts of lean poultry, et cetera. So with the green med diet, it's taking it, I guess, more towards the vegan style plant-based end where it's excluding from my understanding, all red meat and all animal protein, and then introducing more greens. I think there's many hybrid versions of the med diet out there, and all of them um, have got benefits in their own realm, so to speak. Like I've seen versions of the med diet that include more red meat, and, you know, that will have benefits for iron intake, for example. So I think this particular study was looking at sort of some of the heart health benefits and also for weight management, um, but also for the environmental impact. So, again, it's, you know, each each version has got its, I guess, its pluses and um, but for long-term sustainability, yeah, it's definitely got some, got some benefits. Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. I hope this chat with Chrissy inspired you to make your diet a little bit more Mediterranean. If you want more from her, she's up now on Extra Healthy-ish. If you want more from us, just jump on bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning into this chat with Chrissy. And if you have a moment, we would be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, well... Add olive oil to your cooking and stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.